0: Some packs harvest only deer and ignore moose, or harvest moose and caribou and ignore deer. Others take elk, a few take muskoxen. When the Avalok River pack had a choice, they were wolves of the caribou. Wolves have their cultures. The adolescent Amy studied the curled horns and bony brows of the muskoxen, then looked at her regal father. If he thought the chase was fun, then she did too. She wagged her tail. Amy could not possibly know that her pack were caribou wolves. She had been born in a caribou famine. These big Arctic deer had failed to come to Avalok territory for many years. The pack had taken what food they could find a musk ox killed by a grizzly bear, rabbits, lemmings. Late in the fall, they were able to add an occasional moose to their diet, but by March of her first year, Amy's pack was starving again. The moose were gone. The wolves grew thin. They tired easily. When the breeding season arrived that month, her parents did not mate. Akka, her mother, was undernourished. There had not been enough food for her to develop healthy puppies. The rangy, self-important Raw Bones knew well that the pack had not had enough to eat for years. Nevertheless, he approached Silver to start their family. Kapu rushed to him, hair rising on his back, ears erect and pointed forward, Kapu talked to him in the wolf language of posturing. Then he lifted his head above him and rumbled a dark authoritative growl that said plainly, no pups. It is inherent in the leader of the wolf pack that he uses his judgment and makes such a decision. Rawbones ignored him. He stepped closer to Silver. Kapu bared his teeth and drew the corners of his mouth forward, his forehead wrinkled. Rawbones challenged this reprimand with a jaw snap. Kapu grabbed the back of his neck, but did not clamp down with his bone crushing jaws. He did not need to. He was saying, I am the leader. No pups. Rawbones drew his ears back and close to his head. He pulled his tail between his legs and lowered his body. This posture said, You are the leader. I submit to you. Obediently, Rawbones slunk off to the edge of the pack in the manner of a chastised wolf citizen. But he did not mean it. He glanced back to see if Kapu was looking at him. If not, he would sneak attack him. Kapu was looking. He displayed one canine tooth. It shone lethal white against the black of his lips. Don't dare, it said. Rawbones lay down, rumbling sounds of peevishness rolled in his chest. He did not like being dominated, especially by a younger male. Kapu did not completely relax. Rawbones was his rival. He wanted to be leader of the Avalix, Kapu's pack. He had been alpha male wolf of the Upper Colville River Pack for many years, then the famine struck. One by one, the members of his pack starved to death, until he was the only one left alive. When his new mate, Silver, joined him, they survived on rabbits and other small mammals and waited for the famine to end and the feasting to begin. Feast and famine are the natural rhythm of the Arctic tundra. The caribou eat themselves out of grasses and moss and move to greener lands. The wolves adjust. Many die. The alpha males and females have few or no pups. Then time heals. Without the caribou to crop them, the grasses and mosses spring up in abundance. The caribou return. The wolves feast and have pups again. This has been the rhythm of nature for the past 500,000 years. Raw bones and silver waited for the cycle to end by sleeping long hours to conserve energy. They were curled tightly, saving body heat, when the Avalix arrived at the border of their own property across the river— between Kapu's and Rawbones's territories was a broad corridor into which neither pack would go. It was the No-Wolf Zone, an area fenced off with howls and scent marks to keep wolf packs from fighting and killing each other. Silver heard a wolf voice beyond the No-Wolf Zone. She lifted her head. Kapu, her son, was calling, Come, hunt with us, communicating in the wolf language of song. She jumped up, eager to join him. Relatives can cross the Knoll Zone when invited. She trotted toward the river. Rawbones held back.